is House the Bite. I'm Ken Root along with Bob Urban, entrepreneur of Murray Outdoors. It's on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye. You can't miss it when you come in from any direction. And Bob Urban is at the store and chilly right now. Bob, this is the most unusual change that I've witnessed in my 20 years in Iowa. We went from well above normal in December to suddenly extremely cold in Iowa in the month of January, and we've endured that cold for about three weeks now. I say we because in spirit I am there, but actually I left and moved to Florida the day before the bad weather came. So how are you holding up, Bob? Yeah, you were giving you a hard time that you could have stayed up here for the winter, Ken, and it was, it's was it been nothing but brutal for elements, uh, temperatures, blizzards since you left. Well, blame it on me then if you want to. But uh, oh, we, we already we did that. We did that already. The, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. We're blaming <laughs> it on you. The reality was that everybody was moaning and groaning, and I think there was a large amount of prayer, and it was too much, <laughs> and there was so much prayer for ice that you got so much of it in a hurry that you can't handle it. That's exactly the truth, and it's all over the Midwest. We're very, very fortunate that we finally made it, finally made the ice. Now we're complaining about how cold it is in the store here. Yeah. So, But I'm, yeah. we, we have all the stuff to, to prevent that cold and to get guys out there. And it, it's a really good uh, first ice experience for folks. They're having a good time catching fish. So we're happy for them finally getting out. Let's talk about what is to come, because um, what you have now is just the reality of this early ice with a lot of snow. Um, If you were to go up right now and look at uh, a good backwater spot on the river, what what would it look like? It's going to look, Ken, it's going to have like snow ice on top. Maybe we had another inch last night of snow, but that's all blowing off. So what you're going to have is about four inches. I call it snow ice. It's kind of porous it's not solid so that's the thing that's going to get um when it warms up or the sun hits it it's going to kind of give go back to its original state of slush and slop like it was and then under that we're getting to the point where we might have another six inches five inches so we're sitting around i'd say eight to ten total inches of ice but you got to remember that first four inches is uh is snow ice so we're just going to keep an eye on that keep everybody reported on that next week we're looking for uh some warmer temperatures and then maybe even rain they're saying so 30s high 30s for highs next week ken well it's a time of to be cautious uh, but uh, people tend to work through in groups you know if you see people out there you tend to go out there and uh, some of the areas that you outline such as Bussy lake which is actually part of the backwater of the mississippi that sets in pool 10 just uh, about three miles north of Gutenberg. That's a uh, popular place because it's uh, it's good fishing and uh, it's shallow, most of it, and uh, it's accessible. But you've got a lot of other places that may be just as good at fishing, just harder to get to. Yeah, and we talk, uh, I'm going to mention the Short Rod Show, Ken, if I'm doing that here a little early, but we're going to be on their show this Sunday talking about the difference between fishing on the backwaters and uh, fishing a lake uh, that they're used to fish in central Iowa. They're out of the Des Moines area, and we talked with them. 
So say I pull up a map, so I could pull up a map of my Navionics or something like that. What would be like some areas of water or something like that that I would want to be like focusing on, or like that should catch my attention as I as I consider breaking down some of those some of those bits of so, water. Some of those areas I'll talk about, and I'll just interpret from some of the older gentlemen that sure. uh, have fished it for thirty years. Mm-hmm. What happened to these river areas in thirty years um, is we have a lot of sediment in a lot of these places that some of the older boys would, Hey, we used to ice fish there. We used to ice fish here. Mm-hmm. Some of those areas just aren't fishable anymore. So we're having to find out. Um, and I'd say Bussy Lake is a, is our community hole. Um, it would be right, right North of town. It's, it's a lake because it's a backwater off of the Mississippi channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good fishing for panfish um, all year round, really in the spring and the fall. Uh, we did really well up there for perch, bluegills, crappies. And the, and, the, and the river, to be honest with you guys, is really healthy right now. Mm-hmm. The best I've seen it in 10 years, the bite for for everything um, since I can remember. And and the locals will tell you that, whether or not they're actually going to tell you that or not, they probably don't. <laughs> they don't like me sharing a lot of that information, but it is what it is. Yep. Uh, it's The, the fishery is really good. Um, you're going to see a lot of fingerling bass. You're going to see a lot of fingerling walleye. Yeah, that's a big in deal. That area. Cool. It yeah. is. It's, it's, it's really healthy. Best I've seen it. I wanted to t- tell that for a while and that's up and down. We can start at Guttenberg and you can go all the way up to Red Wing, Minnesota. Those pools, as you go further North, to be honest with you, my personal opinion, and I'm, I'm, I'm honest with everybody that comes in the store. I should say Guttenberg's the best, right? All mm-hmm. around. It's, it's actually, it's, it's very good. But as you go further north, Lynxville, Genoa, the, the habitat and stuff maybe even gets a little bit better. It's mm-hmm. just a little yep. bit longer of a drive. So um, a lot of good reports of up there as well. Uh, perch fishing is really good. So we have we have Bussy for perch this year. That's going to be the number one thing um, for us in the area. There's a few other areas that we fish. Um, another one being Sny McGill access at Sny McGill uh, public hunt area, uh, trout fishing stream, and it empties in by the boat ramp there. Mm. You know, like we kind of mentioned too, we like kind of doing our own thing, getting away from the crowds a little bit, having kind of an adventure trip. But this time, you know, we'll be up there for a little bit more time. Uh, so we're looking forward to that too, getting on, getting on the good yeah. bites and trying out different things, trying out our tip downs. I haven't even opened it yet. Still sitting been, down here in my basement. For a year? <laughs> yeah. Nice. We have kind of a crowd that hangs out at the store, like a coffee shop. They're like, put in a coffee machine. And I know, no, they won't leave if I put it in a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So, but those guys were, you know, again, I don't get to go fishing. So I rely on, we have probably 10 really nice local retired guys that are in all the time. And several of them, if you guys come in, they would, they'll help you out. They oh, yeah. have no problem with it, um, um, helping guys out, talking tactics. I think that's what we have versus uh, some other stores. So um, some of those local guys will come in and they'll they'll help out. They're not going to just stick their nose at you and say, "Well, good luck. Where are you catching them? Or how's the bite in the water?" You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's never a good good thing to say. Um, yep. Some of the guys will say that joking around, but uh, but we have that atmosphere at the store, and I think. Uh, that uh if you guys come up i i bet we could twist one of their arms and and uh see if they could go fishing with you or show you a few a few spots anyway well, we want to nice. get you to sneak away too a little bit see if we can steal you I for might, a couple hours I, hey i'm off on wednesday all right usually hey there we go so, 
Well, we'll be up there. We're getting up. We were just talking about that before. Here, we'll get up there bright and early. So, what's crazy here on the backwaters is guys will come up here for the first time and they'll think they're fishing in, you know, eight to fifteen foot of water, and you know where they've been getting them actually can is in about a foot and a half, two foot of water um, on Bussy Lake. So. It's just a different type of fishing. You just got to be ready for it and uh, not overthink it. And just just different when guys come up and they're like, we're only fishing in three foot, you know, four foot. And I'm like, well, yeah, but uh, the fish are in the vegetation and, and going after some bait fish. So a lot of the first ice bite was, was in a foot and a half to two foot of water here so far. Are people catching uh, a range of fish right now? Um, not necessarily a range, Ken. Our number one bite right now is bluegill. Um, they're really sorting through them. Uh, they are getting limits, 25. Um, I'd say anywhere from seven and a half to nine inch bluegills um, is what guys are keeping out there. Um, it's been really tough to fish for the perch because when we perch fish, I say get minnows, do some tip downs, do some dead stick rods, just put as many legally rods out as you can. But Ken, when it's when it's a high of two or a high of four or, a, you know, high of negative mm-hmm. seven that we saw, yeah. it's just not productive for, for fishing for them the way we want to fish for them because your holes are going to freeze up. Um, you're always going to be maintaining lines, going outside your tent, and we're just not into that type of a bite yet. So I would say the reason that they're catching bluegills and uh, a few crappies and a few perch usually on their on their daily trip is because they're they're fishing inside their tent they're not getting away from um, the crowd of people, and that's why we're getting more bluegills. They're just a little easier to catch, I say. I was thinking about the ice fishermen I know, and then my own mindset, if I were to be up there with you, which I'm not, is that when you go out the first time and you've got your tent, and even though it's bitterly cold, you can get everything set up, and you can go in there and you can actually say, I am here. I have made it. You know, it's, it's like launching the boat in its own way to me. And then you turn to the fishing. But there is a certain level of satisfaction that I believe people obtain just by being able to place themselves in a position to catch fish. No, I agree with you um, 100% on that. Um, just getting set up and being where and get your heater on and stuff to where your hands aren't freezing and and saying, hey, I made it, hey, I'm going to catch supper, or hey, I'm providing for, I always say it with the wives and stuff, hey, these guys are out <laughs> providing for their family. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, hunter-gatherer, farming, I know you talk about it in the farming industry, there's something about gardening and something about being outside and being able, being able to do something where where you can eat it or you can, uh, mm-hmm. you can use it in further use. What about the store? Are you getting a lot of people coming through? Or are you still getting anticipation? Or do you think they're just sitting tight until next week's thaw? Sunday's going to be really nice. I think we're going to get slammed on Sunday. Miss Ava's working Sunday, so I might even sneak out yeah. for my first time be up in there a while. Too. Ava gets but, her own crowd, but they're not old enough to buy much. Those guys, yeah. Well, they've been coming in with gift certificates from the holidays, so. Mm, okay. All the kids have all their gift certificates, but I think Sunday is going to be a busy day. We're we're kind of busy this morning. We've been busier than I thought because it's been really really chilly uh, for some of those guys. But uh, people are just wanting to go fishing, and and uh, I think we're seeing that. 
but I think as the temperatures warm up, we'll get get to bear get to be where we're really busy and, and folks are getting out there. How's Larry doing on putting together your uh, uh, tents and uh, all of the other clams and things for ice fishing? Are you ready to sell more of those as people see that this could extend ice fishing forward? You know, for a couple of months. Yeah, we just sold one this morning. Uh, when it's colder, uh, last minute kind of purchases. We've got one, two. I think we've got six set up in the store right now. So those things are going. Our ice augers are going. Number one thing that we're seeing, Ken, that we haven't sold in probably a month or two, is our bait sales are finally up. When, and if bait sales are up, that means people are going fishing. So kind of struggled on that end of it. Uh, folks were always coming in buying tackle and stuff, but. Uh, all the accessories, all the hub tents that the big box stores are out of now we have for the next couple months and we can uh, provide the service and, and the product to the customers. I believe you mentioned to me that uh, the wax worms would get in short supply when we start uh, really catching fish. Are you seeing that yet? Yeah, what happens with that, Ken, is the waxworm farms, uh, they grow them to a certain level. Um, and sometimes you'll get smaller ones, sometimes you'll get bigger uh, ones, depending on when they pull them off the hot pots. They grow them on a on a kind of a heated pot, and then uh, they'll grow them until they're mature enough uh, in the waxworm. And then what happens is this time of the year when they're pushing them off, pushing them off, trying to keep them fed and trying to keep them from going to the cocoon state and turn mm-hmm. into a bee moth, they have all these waxworms, and then all of a sudden everybody wants them all at once, and then they're short uh, because mm-hmm. it's a life cycle thing. And, and now that everybody has ice all at once, we'll have a waxworm shortage here probably the next couple of weeks, and then things will get straightened out. So it's going to be tough if you go into your stores uh, to see if you have any. Um, you might You might just need to go to your local bait store to find them. Now, I wanted to ask you a question about uh... – what I'm seeing on YouTube, people are hooking um, uh, bigger fish. Uh, they're hooking northern pike. Uh, I think I saw that Tanner Spidell caught a pretty nice-sized smallmouth bass the other day. Um, how likely is it that you're going to hook into something other than a, a bluegill or a perch? And is it pretty hard to get them out with the kind of tackle that you're normally fishing with? Yeah, Tanner's going to be fishing. I think I saw that same post. He's he's just uh, rod and reeling them. So he's not using a tip-up device that we'll use up here, which is just a flag-producing device um, with a treble hook. Tanner's actually, whether he was fishing for him or not, I don't know, but he had a nice northern on in the backwaters, I'm assuming, from where he's from. That's going to be a difficult fish to, to get out of the water, um, especially if he's not using a leader, like a steel leader or anything, because... The tooth, they call them toothy critters for a reason. They, yeah. They'll cut your line in a matter of seconds. So, um, But usually we're prepared up here for them where if you're going to keep that fish, they make a gaff hook, you know, just like if you're mm-hmm. out, in the, out in the ocean, they make some of those. Um, Tanner, I think, catches and releases a lot of those. So he's that's just a very careful and very skilled um, placement and wearing them out to the point where uh, – Hopefully their head comes through that six-inch hole or eight-inch hole and start them that way. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? 
sex, drugs, and rock and roll are always popular. Oh, I forgot the yeah, I forgot the middle one on that. I don't know why. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, it's Friday, Ken. We're excited for the weekend. Um, we are excited to be on the Short Rod Show Sunday, and I do want to cross-promote them and, and, and see if I can get some guys to listen to that show because those guys are really good. They are going to be coming up on a trip. I think I'm going to go with them maybe one day um, mm-hmm. on a perch trip, and that's going to be coming up at the end of the month. One thing we are going to talk about is just ice conditions. Everybody's already freaking out about next week with the rain. But, again, we can't really foresee anything. Guys are uh, calling in. We can't foresee what's what's actually going to happen. I am going to be shocked if the temps get to be about 40 degrees next week. Um, I'll be happy because it will be nice. But if we get some rain, we'll just have to keep keep tabs on the ice conditions and spot again and check everything out. But So walk it out. You need a spud bar. Do you need a, a scoop? Do you need a, something to push, push snow away? What uh, else... Uh, can give you uh, more confidence or at least a better place. And uh, should you wear any kind of uh, treads to keep from falling down if it gets slick? Yeah, we've got some cleats. Uh, As it gets warmer, that's going to come into play again where it's slick. Uh, There's not a lot of snow on the ice. It's just accessing those places for the first time. So guys are going to need maybe a shovel. to. They have a little shovel some guys put in their tents just to shovel around your hub tent to keep uh, a little weight on your flaps when it's when it's uh really windy it's been kind of windy too up here and that's really all all that we're we're seeing what we're selling for the most part it's just when we get that rain or we get a little moisture and slop on the ice where we're just going to have to be a little bit more careful uh bites really good ken they're sorting a lot of fish um and that's all we can say and i think it's i was nervous that being first ice in January, if we were going to have January lockjaw, if we'll have a first ice bite, well, they're asking what colors to use and all that. It, it really doesn't matter right now on the bluegills. They're they're biting, so we just got to sort through the littler ones, and uh, that's the number one complaint right now is they're just getting getting too many fish, I guess, just on the smaller scale. Very outdoors on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye. Bob Urban is the proprietor there uh, many days, and. Uh, Coming up on Sunday, you think you're going to have a big run, so uh, I hope you've got the capability to handle that. And uh, if you come in any day, it's a friendly place. I will say that, and uh, the short rod guys said that as well, that they really like to come in because the people there will tell you what's going on, give you some ideas of what you should fish with, and uh, I don't see many people walk out your door that don't have a smile on their face. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, Ken, and I tell people when, you know, we're we're not necessarily in the, the worst job field per se. Um, people that are coming fishing or they're coming uh, hunting and stuff, and they're in a great mood to begin with. And if we <clears throat> don't upset them enough, I guess, <laughs> when they walk in the store, but not too many jobs you can have that, like just, and the extreme would be the DMV office. You know, you're going to get your driver's license. Those people are not too thrilled about their job sometimes. But um, when you come in and somebody has a great attitude and you don't have to wait in line and and they're ready to go fishing and get their stuff and head out on the water or in the woods, it's it's a great uh, atmosphere. It's easy when guys are, aren't working. They have the day off and they want to go fishing or hunting. So It's great. Uh, I know people that uh, I say, well, why don't you come to Florida in the wintertime? And they say, I love to ice fish too much. I personally think that is uh, psychotic 
but uh, <laughs> I uh, can follow it with some, and we're glad not to have them. You know. Yeah, yeah. How many are moving to Florida <laughs> each day? Are they saying two thousand people a day, supposedly? Yeah, supposedly. But we, you're hearing it, Ken. You're gonna actually. It's gonna. You're gonna after this winter here, and and by winter I mean two weeks is all. Uh, people are already talking about it. They're like, when I retire, I am going south. I'm like, well, what about ice fishing? They're like, well, I could come up and visit. They're gonna move south and then come up and visit and ice fish, I guess. So maybe do it do it backwards. I don't know. You know, you said it's spreading all over the Midwest. And to finish up with today, my friend that I fished with up on Lake of the Woods in far northern Minnesota, he was having exactly the same issues you were, that it wasn't freezing there either. And ice fishing for those resorts up there is actually more lucrative in the winter than it is in the summer because they literally have cities that they set up out and put streets in and make it to where that you can drop in, they call ice castles, the the big ones, but fishing shacks. And uh, they are really on their first good ice right now. Yeah, if you want to talk about economic times, just just based on weather, weather is a huge impact for the fishing industry. And and when, when we don't have ice, uh, same thing. We can say the same thing. January is one of our better months, Ken, as far as uh, on the fishing side of things. Just because we're we're a little bit further north, we're a destination for folks on the upper Mississippi River, and and I can agree with that. It's, it's been a pretty slow start to the January, and and uh, hopefully yeah. things will change, turn around, and and we won't have a, a short season, and hopefully it'll go a little bit longer. Yeah, well, year. that's where we stand right now. Very cold weather. Uh, the ice is there, but uh, the body is weak. I hope that we can uh, see this next week not be too extreme the other way uh, to where that you get rain on top of this ice because that could be miserable uh, and uh, debilitating to anybody that tries to get on the ice after that. Folks, if you get a chance, even if the weather is still foul, come by Murray Outdoors under the big walleye on the south end of Guttenberg and have a look at all the supplies they have for your fishing and hunting needs. And then... uh, Get ready, because next week is when we probably will have the first of the really good ice fishing as far as a combination of bite and weather conditions. And be safe out there. Bob, make it a good week. Yep, and we'll see you next week, Ken.